Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is July 7th, 2023. This is the second message that I've been able to come on and give today. I hope that you listened to the earlier message given today, which was a continuation in reading the Holy Bible, and I read Genesis chapter 12. So today's Second song recommendation is Come Alive, Dry Bones by Lauren Daigle. The scripture included in this message will be found in the book of Psalms, Psalm 32, verse 5. The book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 7. The book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 37. And we will end in the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 12 and 13. Before I get started on today's message, I just want to forewarn everyone that I am outside. And you may hear birds chirping, cars going by. I can't control the noise level. But I just want, I feel like talking, and so I'm just going to talk through it. Today's message is titled, Help Us to Turn the Other Cheek. Forgiveness. This is kind of a continuation of a message that I did just a little over a year ago when my sister passed away. I had a lot of trouble turning the other cheek when it came to my brother-in-law. Oh, just to give a, a just a very very short um, complaint that I have that I had was he didn't let me or any family member go and see my sister before she passed away even though she wanted us to come over and he just completely kept her family away from her all the Christians were kept from her and I was having a lot of trouble. And so I did a message on it just after her death. So anyway, I am reflecting on this today. And I just felt like coming on and just talking a little bit more about it. It is hard to forgive someone. It is hard to turn the other cheek. But the only way that we can have our prayers answered is if we completely get rid of any unforgiveness. We have to get rid of it. I had to ask God to help me and he did. He actually helped me so much that I have probably, my ex-brother-in-law has probably come into my mind maybe two, two times, if that. Any other time that I've talked in, in relation to him, it has been from somebody else bringing him up. But he, God was kind, kind and gracious enough to get him out of my mind, out of my, out of my memory. In fact, one time somebody said his name and I 
his first name and I thought they were referring to somebody else with the same name. I hadn't even remembered that I knew a second person with that name. That's how well God helped me. But I know this person's uh, mother, she's passed away, God bless her soul. She was a very strong Christian. So I feel praying for my enemy in those times that I did think about him, I prayed for him. Because every soul is important and we want everybody that we know or that we've been able to influence in any way to end up in heaven. My brother-in-law had me actually pray at my sister's uh, burial. I think when the Apostle Peter asked Jesus, how many times should we forgive our brother? He said, 70 times 7 or 7 times 70 times. That's a lot of times. And I don't know if I had forgiven him just like that. I had to pray to God to help me to forgive him, to help me to turn the other cheek. I had to pray for that. And so if I can help anybody through their unforgiveness, this is what today's message is about. Obviously, I'm reflecting on my sister and what she went through and her death and what it took to forgive. And I always remember God saying that he hears the prayers of the righteous ones and that we have to forgive. And that's always been, he always leaves the great example. I always say he always leaves the great example. When he said at the cross before he took his last breath, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. My brother-in-law's mom, she was a Christian. And so I've got to believe that somewhere down the line, God is waiting for my brother-in-law to accept him as Lord and Savior. That's my prayer for him anyway. I wouldn't want... I wouldn't want him to end up in hell. And let me tell you, after my sister's death, that's exactly what I wanted for him. I was so... I was that... I was that angry. So we're going to read some scriptures to, I'm, my hope is to help somebody out there forgive. And so these scriptures are going to talk about the importance of forgiveness. I don't know if I mentioned earlier that my brother-in-law did say he was sorry. And I did tell him that I forgave him. I might have already said that. I have to also add, I might not have been, it might have been one of those times when I hadn't quite forgiven him fully. 
I said the words because that's what we're supposed to do. And then God helps us to forgive eventually. It's been a little over a year since her passing. And I can honestly say that I have forgiven that man from all corners of my heart. Sometimes we forgive people that don't deserve it. But God, God's working something out for good. I've got to believe that. He heard the words, my ex-brother-in-law. He heard the words. I forgive you. Maybe he needed to hear those words. And maybe by hearing those words, that will help him submit and commit his life to the Lord Jesus Christ and end up in heaven one day. I no longer want him to burn in hell <laughs> where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. And so let's get started reading the scriptures. We'll begin at Psalm 32 verse 5 says this, I acknowledged my sin to you and my inequity I did not hide. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Pause. I had sinned. When we hold unforgiveness on somebody, that's a sin. He calls us to forgive and to let go of unforgiveness. He does. And I confess to him, he knew my heart. God knew my heart during the situation. I was angry for a good long while before my sister died because I wanted to go and see her so desperately. But yet I couldn't. I don't know if anybody out there has ever experienced that, but it's already hard when you know you're going to lose somebody. Not forever, because my sister had given her life to Jesus. Let's see. Three months before she passed. She had never read the Bible before. And she asked me the one time that I, the second to the last time I was able to see her, she asked me to help her because she had never in her entire life and she was already going to be 65. She had not ever read the Bible and she didn't want, she didn't believe in God. She had no use for him. And she, she confessed all that to me and she wanted to, to go to heaven. She wanted to be saved. She wanted to know what she needed to do. She had faith. She believed in the son at that time. And so I know she went to heaven. I know that with everything in me. And I know what, I guess what really bothered me and God knew was that she was a, a new believer and I wanted to keep sharing Jesus with her and I couldn't. I couldn't. He had put this concrete wall up 
Well, let me tell you, pick your power of attorney wisely. That's what, that's why I was so angry. But at least I had that memory, <laughs> that beautiful time with her where we talked about Jesus and we sang praise hymns to him and we, it was a lovely time. She was already saved. I just wanted to continue to talk to her. I wanted to continue to see her. And so I confessed to God my sin of, of being angry and, and not wanting to forgive him. And he helped me work through it because, again, he knows my heart. Oh, I wish this, I hope this message helps somebody out there. If I can forgive, you can. Let's turn to Isaiah 55, verse 7. It says this. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord. And he will have compassion on him. And to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. Pause. For anybody that's been wicked, God can pardon you. But we have to forgive. We have to, we have to forgive that person so it doesn't affect that person's walk with God. If we're holding something over somebody, it does indeed affect their walk with God. That is in scripture. I should find that to read it to you. But we have to let it go. We have to let go of the unforgiveness. We have to let go of what we're, what we're holding on uh, that, to that person. It's like we're adding concrete to, their, to the bottoms of their feet and they can't take a step forward because somebody, because they've wronged somebody and they are in desperate need of forgiveness. And like I said earlier, when I said, I forgive you, I didn't mean it, but I said it out loud to that person and he needed to hear it. And then God worked on my heart to completely forgive. That verse is so important. And the unrighteous man, his thoughts and let him return to the Lord. I have freed that guy up. I believe that he knew my heart and knew, knew that I was authentic. Anyway, God has compassion on people. But they first have to confess their sins and repent and believe in his son who he sent to die on that cross for our sins. He didn't die on that cross so we could hold unforgiveness towards people. 
Reflect on that. For he will ab abundantly pardon. I'm going to go ahead and read verse 8 as well. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways my ways, declares the Lord. We don't know what God is doing behind the scenes. He just asks us to be good servants, to do as he says, to not only read the word of God, but do what it says. Let's turn to Luke chapter 6, verse 37 says this, Do not judge, and you will not be judged. And do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Pardon, and you will be pardoned. Pause. How powerful are those words? We are not judge. We cannot condemn somebody. If we do so, we are judged and we are condemned. We have to pardon in order to be pardoned. In the prayer of the Our Father, forgive us our sins as you forgive our sins. If we forgive little, he forgives little. And he does not hear, and this is in scripture, he does not hear the prayers of an unrighteous person. That's why it's important to follow him and follow him fully and to walk in step with him and to do everything that he says to forgive. Do not judge and you will not be judged and do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Pardon and you will be pardoned. Turn to Luke chapter 6 verse 37 and we'll end there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Colossians chapter 3 verses 12 and 13 says this. So, as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing one another and forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Pause, even though it is hard. Jesus asks us to forgive. And he knows it's difficult. And that's why he says, keep forgiving, keep saying it, keep saying it over and over and over again until, until that forgiveness enters your heart and you're able to forgive from all corners of it. It sets a person free. I know I had a lot of family like, oh, I can't believe that you even gave him the time of day. I was just following what God, I was just following God's instructions. And my love for God 
was more than my anger towards my ex-brother-in-law. I hope this message helps someone. Yeah, I miss my sister, but she's in heaven. She accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior when so many people get so angry at God when they get a terminal illness diagnosis. So many people, they start thinking that God's a myth. Because how can God allow these things to happen? I tell you what, we've got a birth day, a date we're born, and a date we pass. Only God, only God knows that end date. And it's what we do before our end date that matters. I know I'm going to see my sister again. It makes her passing so much easier because I know where she went. I don't have to wonder, did she go? Did she not go? I know she went directly to heaven. So if you're out there and you have some unforgiveness, back and reread those passages in scripture over and over again if you have to. And listen to the song, Dry Bones. I just love it because it, it is calling for the breath of God to breathe on dry bones so they can come alive in Christ, to believe. Breathe, O oh breath of God. We don't know the whys of why God takes good people. We don't know the whys. But we can know without a, a shadow of doubt if the person was a believer, they're in heaven. And eventually, we will be there too. And if we keep remembering that nobody is promised a tomorrow, we don't dwell on yesterday or the future. What can we do today? In my first message today, I said yesterday I didn't have the energy to do, to do anything to help anybody, but that I had prayed. And that I had praised the Lord. But praying is helping. Anyway, I hope this message has helped somebody. Like I said, I just, these were, these were my thoughts as I was reflecting, reflecting back on my sister. And uh, in a great lesson of forgiveness. It hasn't been my first lesson in forgiveness. I've forgiven worse. 
but it was nonetheless a lesson in forgiveness and forgiveness is always hard no matter no matter what i think humanity has has the most difficulty in forgiving someone else or even themselves it is so freeing to let go of anything that that has has happened I could have chosen to not follow God's word and I could have still remained with unforgiveness in my heart for this person, but no, I forgave him. I forgave him. And I hope that something I said in either words or action or text messages has impacted him for the lot for for the Lord in the name of Jesus amen all the glory to God for saving me much love to all until next time bye